and welcome to Stoner Chicks, the podcast for stoners by Stoner Chicks. This is Phoebe Richards. And I'm Stephanie Thompson. I am Kayla Teal. And I'm Grace Penzel. And thank you so much for hanging out with us. We love you so much. If you want more Stoner Chicks, we have a Patreon. Hey, come on. That was going to be such a good transition. (laughs) (laughs) We have a Patreon and... um, It really helps us out to be able to provide this podcast to you for free, and we appreciate all your support. It's patreon.com slash stonerchicks, and we've got a couple bonus episodes up right now. Uh, We did a little talk show with Stephanie, and we get real. Called the Woke Toke. That's true. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, but yeah, it's super fun. Otherwise, uh, how's it going, gals? Big development. I have my first bong. (gasps) Fireworks. Fireworks. Celebration songs. I was planning on getting a bong, and then Canastyle came into our lives. Mm -hmm. Amanda was nice enough, the owner of Canastyle, to send us a couple of bongs. And one of them is my new baby Daisy, Daisy Duck. She's a little pink bong with daisies all over her. Adorable, adorable, and works great. Works very great. I'm pretty high right now, and I have <laughs> I have Daisy to thank. And then we also got the cute little silicone heart bong. Yeah, it's an unbreakable glow-in-the-dark bong. You can squeeze it like a friend. <laughs> <laughs> and we're calling it the sisterhood of the traveling bong, that we can all have a little bit of it on our travels. <laughs> And then we'll give it back yeah. to each other and it'll trade it's it It's going to be a flat bongly, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so all the trips we take this year, we're going to take this little sisterhood of the traveling bong and photograph her in front of the nation's greatest monuments. <laughs> yeah, because we're going all over this country this year. We're traveling. We're every every spot, every aye, little aye, corner. Aye. Clean out the dust because donor chicks are coming. <laughs> Well, because this is my first bong, I also have never had to maintain a bong. And I've been told Mm. by the chicks there a lot goes into making sure your bong stays clean. Would you care to elaborate for me? Well, I just learned at a certain point that you have to really keep your water pipes clean. And that's actually one reason that I don't use mine that much is because I'm just the kind of person. But... uh, Unfortunately for anyone who doesn't do this, you should change your bong water every day. <laughs> yes. Because toxic fungus and mold can grow in your bong water. Basically, any pink stuff or whatever, fungus grows and feeds on the plant matter that's sucked down into the bong. So if there is mold or fungus that develops, you're then inhaling up when you're smoking and that can cause symptoms of allergy, headache, coughing, chest pain, dizziness, fatigue, red itchy eyes and blurred vision or and worst case, lung infection. Oh, God. So so essentially, like, not to freak you out, but I always try to stress to my friends who it's their first water piece that they have. This goes for bubblers, too, mm-hmm. um, to clean your pipes. Okay, so, so far I have been emptying the water out every night. I rinse it all out. I might even, like, put some hot water in it and let it sit overnight or something, but I haven't gone full rubbing alcohol salt through it yet. How often do you need to do that? Depends how much you smoke it. 
I do it almost every other day because we smoke a lot of weed in our bongs. I think, Kayla, that if you're, if it's never drying out, then it's like maybe the wetness that's the threat. So I'd say, because mm. it disinfects it when you put the alcohol in there and everything. Okay. And then like hot, hot water. That's my, that's my best recipe for everything is just alcohol, sea salt. Yep. Shake it up. When that's done soaking, just shoot hot water through that puppy. Okay. All right. I can do, I'll do better. (laughs) (laughs) But I think trying to not leave it full with, not leave these things wet. That's what we don't want. We don't want to be smoking any dampness. Yeah. Having the water to sit there and percolate. Or I don't know if that's the right word. Whatever. That's not the kind of percolating we want to get. No, it is no. not. <laughs> so sorry if that felt preachy, but it's w- my most mom mode is activated <laughs> when these sorts of things come up. Mom mode alert. Mom mode alert. Mom mode. Oh, boy. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Well, I love that you're, you're looking out because I... I want to be, since this is something I do every day, is smoke weed, like, I want to be doing it as healthy as possible. That's where, like, filters come in. I do have filters now, so I've got a little filter sitting on top of Daisy Duck. Yeah, anything we can do to, you know, be, 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 be good and healthy. Yeah. <laughs> I totally respect that, Kayla. thanks oh my god well guys here we are yeah so big stoner chicks lesson of this episode keep your water pipes and bongs clean little stoner friends and (laughs) guess what today's our 50th episode and i like to kick stretch and kick And I guess because of that, we've decided to do High Thoughts, one of our most favorite segments, perhaps the extended edition. Extended version. What do you got for us, Stephanie? (laughs) (laughs) What's in the bag? Got a great high thought that I think this is just going to roll out real nice from Serena. I thought, mashed potatoes. They're good, but they take so much time to cook. Solution, tiny potatoes. <laughs> like cereal size potatoes. You put them in a hot milk with seasoning and you pour in the tiny potatoes and boom, <laughs> mashed potato cereal. 10 out of 10. (laughs) There's so many questions. I like that Serena put 10 out of 10 to her own idea. (laughs) Okay, so. So many questions. She knows who she's pitching to. You know what I mean? Would it it be a package deal? You go and you buy it and it's the tiny potatoes and then the milk and the seasonings? Sort of like mac and cheese? No, it's like cereal where the tiny potatoes are in a box. And you pour with, them into the a bowl and then you yeah. just pour in hot water, almost like oatmeal, right? It said milk. milk. It said milk or hot milk, right? Right. <laughs> Make it creamy. But not hot water. That's different. That's different. 
Um, but like, yeah, it'd be like milk is cow water. Cow water. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, I get people would. You could also do it with water. It'd be like the somewhat grosser version. Look, guys, put down your swords. <laughs> Lay down your weapons. <laughs> I might be high. No, I love this idea of idea of having a hot, easy, ready meal like cereal where it's you just have a box and then just like some hot milk or hot water, whatever it may be, and you immediately get mashed potatoes. Because they dissolve? The potatoes, I think they don't just dissolve, but they like once you heat them up, they become mushy. So we're heating them up. That was my question. Are we mashing them? I don't think we're mashing them. Oh, I think yeah. that once they heat up, they become mushy. It's like like a cereal, right? I think this is where some magic has to become involved because if we have cooked soft, po- tiny little potatoes <laughs> in a <laughs> cereal box, won't they get moldy really fast? There, <laughs> there would be some moisture in the bag. Yeah, right. It's like it's like a water pipe. But like, really, Serena, I hate to say this, but um, <laughs> uh, we have instant mashed potatoes. That's a thing that already. That's exists. kind of what I was thinking too. Rather than risk all this fungus growing in this potato <laughs> box. It is a pleasant sounding sensation of just having tiny little hot little potatoes that just like kind of smush in your mouth with some buttery milk. So what about if you had mini baked potatoes? Oh, interesting. And you could like, there could be like some little sour cream and green onion flavoring in there or some bacon flavoring in there. Mm. Mm. I also think, though, what if we... Okay, so the problem is the potatoes would go wrong in the in the box. So what if you did freeze-dried potatoes? Like, what do astronauts eat? You know what I mean? Astronaut potato cereal with milk. But then there's already instant. <laughs> I think we're kind of going in a circle here. Oh, no. <laughs> What's next, Steph? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Serena. Wait, Thanks, Serena. Thanks, Serena. I love any potato I thought. <laughs> This next one's from Jamie. Happy New Year. Dear Stephanie, finally remembered a high thought. What if every advertised product, medicine, workout routine, hair care regimen, diet, etc., actually delivered as promised for everyone? What would the world and our lives be like? Would we actually <laughs> want that? And if we know that they don't, why as a culture do we buy into any of them at all? I'm thinking this thought was inspired by it being New Year's and this being the first year that I truly said, fuck it to the New Year, new me me mentality. Yeah, well, fuck yeah, Jamie. Fuck yeah. Yes. Good. I mean, those are two huge questions. (laughs) One is like a fun, like, one is an alternate universe type big question. And one is just like tackling why do we all fall for advertising? Whoa. What if, let's say, what if the things actually said that they're going to do the things that they're going to do, right? Like like what? Give me an example. Let's say the... Like the retinol creams that are supposed to reverse your aging. Reverse aging. aging. Always worked, yeah. The hair growth stuff definitely worked. So anyone that bought the hair growth stuff would have a full head of hair. If that was the case and that had been that way from the beginning then the people who were like put fucking olive oil up your vagina and you know <laughs> walk around with a frog on your belly and 
leeches and stuff say leeches don't forget leeches that those things would have worked and then we wouldn't have even like gotten to this point in science because everyone yeah i mean there's places that would bound women's feet or those special tonics back in the day the snake oil if you will you know Mm -hmm. if that actually worked what about like corsets back then like i mean though in theory those worked (sighs) so that's sort of a different that wasn't necessarily a promise. I don't know. I mean, that's the point though, is like all of these products and all the advertising is just like creating problems that literally don't exist. Mm-hmm. Problems that do not exist. But guess what? Our faces are supposed to get wrinkly as we age. Guess what? Sometimes things don't smell good on your body. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Yeah, guess what? Sometimes I grow a fungus on my big toenail and I can't really ever get it to go away. That's fine. <laughs> it is, that is fine, but there is medicine for that. <laughs> I feel like you're shaming my toe a little. I'm not that. shaming your toe. Like I'm that just... it has to be fixed. I'm not saying it has to be fixed. I'm saying if it's making you uncomfortable, that maybe the, that you would want to seek out. So right. you're just perpetuating. This is I thought. Now we're on different sides. Well, I feel like there's side. a difference between actual medical issues and fake medical issues. Yeah. <laughs> Where you need a toad on the stomach versus. Like Neosporin. What do you need a toad on the stomach about? Oh, that's a pregnancy <laughs> thing I saw in the show The Great about old Russia. Oh, oh yeah, cool. and they pee on the hay, and if the hay blooms with flowers immediately, it means you're pregnant. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm going to pee on hmm. some hay now. <laughs> to see if Great. you're pre- in hopes that you're pregnant? <laughs> Not in hopes, just a like <laughs> science experiment. I'm going to fuck a lot and then pee on hay every day. Every day. <laughs> well, um, thank you for your question. Thank you, Thanks, Jamie. Jamie. And we're going to move on to... I'm going to shut up a little more because I'm so baked. <laughs> I'm pretty baked, too. I'm like waiting to hit it for the smoke break, but I guess I don't have to. No, it's high thoughts, baby. Grace yeah. looks high all of a sudden. <laughs> Edibles, I don't, my eyes never get like that red with smoking, but when I take edibles, it like really, look how beautiful and dilated my pupils are. (laughs) Rip it, Phoebes. Go, 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 go. We wow, needed wow. a sm- <laughs> smoke wow. pause on the high thoughts. This is a high thought from Instagram. Our friend Isaac in Tacoma. Yo, guys, just thought of a high thought. Dear Stephanie, how long can you leave a leave out a glass of water and still drink it? Doesn't go bad, but it gets <laughs> weird, right? Hopefully, I'm not the only one. Sweat emoji. I hope you're doing amazing. Hang loose. I'm stoked that. All of your rad selves are now in Seattle. Your stoner friend, Isaac in Tacoma. Oh my god, Isaac, thank you. Water left out definitely starts tasting weird after a little bit. It just tastes different. It tastes wrong. Not only that, for me personally, with someone who lives with two feline companions, is that they tend to want to drink from my glasses. And so if I leave a glass out for long enough, anywhere where a cat can get to it, I know that they have contaminated the water and I need to dump it immediately and get some fresh. Not to mention all the farts that are in the air. 
that just oh. settle settle down in that glass. Does yeah. your cat fart like this, you guys? Does I just well, Grace, you don't have a cat, but um, if you've ever heard a cat <laughs> fart, Grace and Kayla and Phoebe, does your cat fart like this? <laughs> <laughs> I don't really ever hear my cat fart. That's mm-hmm. how my cat farts. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I've only, I haven't heard my cat's fart either. I'm gonna say, 24 hours open container too long. Too long. Hours, I mean, you're not long. gonna probably get sick if you drink it, but it just well, will taste right. weird. Here's the thing, man. How much backwash you putting into this water? Oof. You know what I mean? Or do you got a clean mouth? Drink water. Put it there. Do you, you scrape your tongue at night? You have maybe you were eating. Maybe you were drinking the water while you were having a meal. Maybe you want to rinse out the glass. I don't know. I don't want to talk about backwash anymore. I'm so sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Well, maybe it's time we collect ourselves and take a real quick smoke break, and then we'll be back with more high thoughts. Oh my god, she wants to go to a smoke break because I messed it up so bad. So bad. <laughs> Cut. So bad. <laughs> Hey, listeners, I hope you enjoyed your smoke break. Stoner chick Phoebe here with all the chicks, and we had a great time. (laughs) But Grace, I especially want to check in with you. Yeah, what's up? Catch us up on the beverage you consumed right before we started recording. It was called Ray's, and it's (laughs) just called Ray's. It's, It's called Ray's. I got it at Urban Elements. It uh, it it's like a huckleberry lemonade, ooh, drinkable. But it's like only one point seven five ounces. But it has a hundred milligrams of THC. But and so one dose is like a capful, and there's twenty in there. So I've drank about twenty five milligrams. I I mixed it in with my noon with my hydration tablet. <laughs> nice. And you chugged it. Chugged uh-huh. it. And the- it was impressive. How are you feeling? Like I could chug the world. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know about that. Um, not sure about that. Not sure if you could chug the world yet. Look, man, I just am happy to be here. And <laughs> we'll see. Well, we'll there see. you have it. That's Grace. I wish people could see Grace right now because Grace's eyes said all that with her eyes closed. <laughs> They're not closed. You just can't see them. <laughs> Stephanie, are you ready for some more high thoughts? With Stephanie. Extended. This one's from Colleen. Dear Stephanie, hello from north of Boston. I love the podcast. I smoke (gasps) with you gals often and without you even more. (laughs) 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 My husband and I are both huge stoners and have had many high thoughts together. We are parents and we're often thought about a scenario when our kids are older and are asked, what was it like for you being raised by stoners In in an accusing tone? And they would reply, well, my parents were creative, 
fun and open-minded. They liked to play with us and were generally interested in the things we learned and they were stoned all the time. Oh. This obviously stems from how society may be view parents who smoke weed on the regular and possibly equating it to growing up with alcoholics or addicts. For us, especially since COVID, weed has been great for our mental health and therefore great for our family time. Stoner chicks and stoner moms unite. Peace and love, Colleen. Fuck yeah. And we've gotten actually a couple of stoner high thoughts from moms and parents just about kind of like being with your child and having these kind of high thoughts with them because children are still exploring the universe uh-huh. and you can have these moments with them, which I think is really special, especially if you're maybe a little elevated and, um, <laughs> and they're like, Hey mommy, does this look like a castle? And you're, you know what I mean? Like you can have those moments with them. I think more freely. Yeah. If you're not, you you know what I mean? If you're a little bit elevated, have a little bit of cannabis in you. Yeah, just a little less stressed out. Like, yeah. wouldn't it be nice to, like, lay down in the grass and look at the clouds with a kid while you're, like, mm-hmm. a little a little stony baloneyed and, you know, chilled? I, it's not. I know that dogs aren't children. I'm, I'm very aware <laughs> of this. I just want to preface what I'm about to say. But, like, when I dogs, when I would dog sit, if I was ever, like, stressed out or in a tizzy, I would find that, like, I actually give the dog a lot more attention and, like, really get into playing with them and, like, having a moment of, like, really playing with the dog and giving it attention after I get a little bit zooted. Try to take a little toot off the old horn. Mm-hmm. When I'm with my niece and playing with her, the best moments I have where I'm a little suited and uh, she made soup for me for about an hour and a half. <laughs> oh, yeah. You told us about that. That's yeah. so cute. It, it's just so cute. I watched her bake a baby in an oven. Oh. I just, it was so, that was the witchiness in her coming out. I just <laughs> have the, like... <laughs> I just have so much fun with her when I'm just a little bit just I can get on the imagination plane a little bit easier uh, when I have a little elevatedness to me. But anyway, thank you, Colleen. I love that high thought. Yeah. This next one is from Deb and it's a high thought. T-H-O-T. Oh, hell yeah. Hey, Deb. Hey, Deb. Dear Stephanie and the Stoner Chicks. Band name. Hi. Hey, wait. (laughs) (laughs) i'm down (laughs) i was doing some reading and some thinking about the differences between covid variants and i just want to say i hope this high thought isn't read for another year when maybe things are different anyways Mm -hmm. i was sitting here pondering the changes the virus has been making in order to survive becoming less deadly more contagious etc And then I started thinking about how humans are doing with evolution. And then I had a high thought. (laughs) What if all disfigurements and conditions of the human body are just the body attempting to evolve into something else, but being so complex and uninvolved by our own fight against diseases within ourselves, our body doesn't know a good way to change itself anymore. Wouldn't that be something? Anyway, thanks for reading and hope you're happy. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> I know. It's a fucking deep high thought and I don't even I don't even know how to unlock it yet. I think we might need a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Deb, I wish you could see the looks on our faces. We're perplexed. <laughs> well, I guess, you know, if we're talking in differences 
differences that happen at birth because of different genetics and stuff like that. I guess that it's I think it's too large of a scale. Those evolutions take place over millennia, you know. I don't I don't necessarily think like a sudden like an anomaly in the larger population would necessarily indicate an evolution towards that, but I don't I'm not a scientist, man. Did what I say did I what I say make any sense just then? Yes. This this whole thing feels way above my like pay grade. Like I don't know. I don't know the answer. <laughs> like yeah. this was venturing into waters that I was immediately like, nope, this current's too strong. I wanna wade back. I'm, where's my floaties? Well what if like being far sighted, right? Means that we should be seeing things up close. Oh. Wait, is that my high thought? Yeah, yeah. That's... <laughs> but that we should only be seeing things up close. I think the ideal is if you're seeing things close and far well. Yeah. Was well, that like it's here like being designed to like... Well, not desi- we're not designed. I mean, that's another story for that another That is another time. story. But I, I mean, maybe that is it. Maybe there's... Like a big ball in the universe that's dictating <laughs> what we should be doing. And now I'm wading back to shore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just over here in the kiddie pool. <laughs> but isn't it true? Is it true that we've been of, as a species evolve? Is our eyesight getting worse and worse as our species evolves? Is that what you're saying, Steph? Like, because maybe we look so much at like screens and things close to us. Yes. That our vision over time is getting worse because, like, our, our, our species doesn't need to see a football field away like an eagle mm-hmm. does. We're looking within five feet of us, like, basically at all times. But that's exactly. not how natural selection works in a gene pool. You know what I mean? Well, no. Like, <laughs> it, would be, it would be other traits getting slowly weeded out over time. So, like, it would mean that people with good vision... No one would would be breeding with them to pass on those genes. But the change isn't driven by the trait. It's by the dying off of the other thing. Wow. Thanks for teaching me about natural selection. I didn't know. (laughs) (laughs) Look, look, okay. You know what? Based on what I think our listenership is, I want to say there's probably 50 to 100 people out there who are like, you don't know a single (laughs) fucking thing, (laughs) you stoner chick. And that's okay. I never claimed to. Forgive our ignorance. Our si- to our friends in the science community. <laughs> yes. si- we apologize to the science community. Oh. We, we always right. do. Well, it seems like the water is clearing and then... <laughs> you got your sea legs? Yeah, got my sea legs. Thanks, Deb. That, that was a tidal wave. And I'm sorry, everyone. No, and I think this is a great one. This is from Jenna. Hey, Jenna. Stoner Chicks Podcast first time emailer. I'm this is not part of the high thought, but I'm going to read this anyway in the email. Dear ladies, hope you're doing well. I have been working on a pod of buds orca design for you. Ooh, awesome. I will send the finished piece in my next email. I truly hope you love it. So excited for whatever that is from Jenna. 
Wait, say what the title is again. It's a pod of Bud's Orcas. I think that is a ref. That's from our first Wake and Bake episode, I think. That must be where she is. Whoa, man, she's in the past. (laughs) Yes. She's she's with us from 10 months ago, man. She also, Phoebe has a stoner movie book club recommendation. So, of Disjointed. The TV show? The TV show. Two strong female leads and the seasons are really funny. I'd love to hear what you ladies think of the show. It's we're we're due pretty soon for a t- TV stoner movie TV book club. Yeah, so that was a su- suggestion. But anyway, here's the stoner question. I just got really excited about the buds of Orca. <laughs> yeah, that's very <laughs> exciting. Thank you for doing that. Okay, if you could only eat one kind of candy, what would it be and why? Mmm, mmm. I got three words for you. Bunch a crunch. I don't even know what that is. You don't know bunch of crunch? What's bunch of crunch? Bunch of crunch. Oh, I just had a serious deja vu. Like, that was like the hardcore deja vu when you both looked at me and said that. (laughs) This moment was prophesized. Okay. The moment you learn about Bunch of Crunch, it's it's crunch bars, but made into little tiny bites. I think for the movies, like movie theaters is where it was first Mm -hmm. unveiled. Okay, well, I could waste hours debating this in my head. So I'm just going to say Nerd Rope Clusters, which is a somewhat new candy. It's like Nerd Ropes, but they're small. Cool. (laughs) I love a classic Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. Strong choice. Yeah. I... I feel like I'm going to cry thinking about not being able to eat any candy that I want. I know. <laughs> it's going to be an RIP to a lot of candies. Um, Man, at the end of the day, Butterfingers. Mm. It's an intense it's one. Bold. That's a bold mm, choice, a and bold I fucking choice. respect you for that. Thanks, Phoebe. Thanks. Well, here's Jenna's stoner thought. Oh, shit. That wasn't even <laughs> going. That was a stoner question. Oh, Here's okay. the stoner thought. <laughs> we think our animals are our fur babies, but do you think our dogs and cats follow us around like we are toddlers, not listening to them, and that's why they be so sassy? <laughs> like they think that we are young compared to them? Well, I read somewhere that cats specifically think that humans are just awkward, dumb cats. And that that's why they're constantly, like, treating us like kittens. That's why they meow at us. It's something only kittens do. That they are giving us half-dead things because they're like, hey, you can't feed yourself. You can't hunt. You can't do anything. You useless piece of shit. <laughs> and that's kind of what cats treat you like. Not really. They're trying to take care of you. I don't really feel like my cat treats me like that at all. <laughs> The <laughs> Stephanie, are you okay? I'm okay. <laughs> my cat's very sweet, and I feel it does act like my baby. I mean, I don't, I don't like the term for a baby all that much. I do not really use that. I do call her a baby, but so I guess maybe that's kind of the same. But <laughs> you like to refer to her as your human baby. No, just we we'll just be like, oh, baby. You, I don't know. Now it sounds weird. I'm just pulling your leg. But she's very cuddly and wants to be, like, held all the time and stuff. The thing is, is that Angus is my son, but there's a chance he might think I'm a dog. Yeah. (laughs) Do you think Angus, like, thinks you're goofy and he's Pluto? Mm Mm-hmm. Cute. Okay, I just want to say one thing (laughs) is that my cat, Carl, she 
caught me a bird and like left it for me and was like, here you go, eat this. Because this is when she was still feral and I was starting to feed her. And when I fed her the first time, she brought this bird the next day. And I was like, it was kind of like, I don't need your help. You need the help. And so that is kind of where I come from. But I just want to say Jenna did provide for baby proof and has these beautiful huskies, Soka and Suki. I just want to show you guys on here if you can see the beautifulness. Um, no. Yeah. Oh, no. Um, the beautiful <laughs> cuddliness. So uh, oh, thank you, Jenna, really so much for beautiful that. I am dogs. still having deja vu. That we've had this conversation it's about beautiful dogs on the phone right now. Yeah. Wow. That's powerful. Yeah. It must be really high. <laughs> like, and we have done this 50 times now. 50, 50. like 60 something if you count Patreon. <laughs> uh, what's next? Caitlin. <laughs> Okie dokie. We got a, f- a friend of the pod, Caitlin. High thoughts. One of my favorite shows. This is, uh, I'm, this is Stephanie speaking. Is bones uh, <laughs> that I like to watch, and so I love this. I thought anyway. Hi thoughts number one. I've been watching Bones on Hulu, and this quote I heard kind of quote got me. Here's the quote: Nothing in this universe happens just once. Infinity goes in both directions. There is no unique event, no singular moment. Fuck yeah, that's what. The physics physicians? Nope. What's a person that studies physics? <laughs> Definitely a physician, for sure. Physician of physics. <laughs> the philosophers and the people who study physics. Who's who is that? Who studies physics? It's not physicians. A physician, That's... I think, is the right one. I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's 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 what they say: is everything's happening all at once. Time's not real. Every possible version of ourself is existing at the same time, doing many different things, right? Anybody yeah. seen Spider-Man? Yeah. Into the multiverse? Loki? Yeah. All about time? Look, Marvel has expanded my views on time and space and physics. That's my input. You heard it here. I honestly <laughs> think that I've always said this, that nothing's original. Everything's happened before. No one's unique. <laughs> this sounds really dark. It's not. But I, I think it's like every everything repeats in a way that's beautiful. And there's these patterns that happen. And mm-hmm. uh, and I think that's kind of infinity goes in all directions. Patterns go yeah. in all directions. It repeats as it goes, as it sprawls out. Beautiful. Uh, physicist, guys. The, the, uh, word is, the word is physicist. physicist. Breaking news. We got just, it. Just I, <laughs> Just in, my brain came back online for a Yay, moment. Back, <laughs> and also from Caitlin, uh, math question is number two. So I think this would be really great for us. Math question. We're good at math. <laughs> in trying to be more pot conscious, I'm not with a dilemma. I've been keeping count of how much I'm smoking a day. If I packed my bong last night and <laughs> fell asleep before I smoked it, but smoked it in the morning. Do I count it as used yesterday or today? <laughs> today. Phoebe says today. Kayla votes today. The, this morning is when you're doing it, and that's when you're consuming it, and you got to say today. I'm going to go, you packed it the other night, 
it's been sitting there all night. It was last night's. And so you have to pack another one to make it a morning bowl. Well, what are we going to do with the last night's bowl? We're going to smoke that. Yeah. You smoke that too. That just feels like a gluttonous answer. <laughs> it's my gluttonous answer. Good question. It's a great question. I was scared when I heard math, but that wasn't very mathy. That's <laughs> my kind of math question. <laughs> when to smoke the bowl? Before 7 a.m.? Or after? Uh, uh, uh. uh. Okay, but what time? what time to you in your opinion, does it become, like, morning? Like, if you're staying up all night, like, when is it morning? I guess when the sun comes up, if you're actually staying up all night long, yeah. But, like, don't you feel like 5 a.m. is, like, the morning? Yeah, but I feel like there's a thing when you stay up all night, for my experience, usually it would mean I had had made that commitment, and then it would hit that time where you kind of hated the commitment, but you were just trying to get through it. And so it was just waiting for that sun to come up and to get that, like, okay, the day is starting. This hell will end. And so if it's winter, (laughs) if it's winter, it hits 5 a.m. and you're like, it's supposed to be morning. But then, like, you're still just it's still just dark and you're still just stuck in the nighttime being like, why did I make these decisions and end up in why I have to be at work for an eight hour shift in three hours now? Oh, 20s. What happened? (laughs) I'm like thinking about the times that I like partied all night or yeah. Oh, no. I guess pulling an all-nighter in college is the worst thing. Sorry, this is really has nothing to do with high thoughts. Stephanie, please. Reel us back in. I'll reel you back in with one from our very own Kayla Teal. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> this has to do with the previous one because I think it's morning when the birds start chirping. Huh. Okay. Instead of it. Okay, let's let's hear it out. Dear Stephanie, as you know, I live on the edge of a small nature preserve and I've been sitting outside smoking weed since early this morning because I had a shitty night's sleep. It's foggy and rainy because, of course, it is. And as it got lighter out, I heard the birds all wake up and there are so many fucking birds. Can you believe how many fucking birds are all around all the time and we barely even notice? Us humans make so much noise. That early in the morning before we all start making so much fucking noise with our cars and trucks, the birds are loud. Do they sound so loud in the morning because they're the only things making noise? Or are they trying to quickly get all their morning messages out to their friends before the humans start making so much goddamn fucking noise? Do birds hate us and think we're so annoying? Remember that period of time when basically all of humanity was at home and only leaving their houses to gather copious amounts of food? Remember how loud the birds were then? I do. Same question applies here. Did the birds sound so fucking loud to me then because the humans were being so quiet? Or were they being loud because they were seizing an opportunity to be? Or was I just attuned to the sounds of the birds because I was slowly losing my mind at home? Anyway, take care. Hope you're happy. I was so high when I wrote that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well... First of all, birds do hate us and think we're annoying. So let's get that out of the way. Okay. And I was just going to say, I think a little of all of the above. I definitely, during the lockdown, think that birds were more active in places they hadn't been because there wasn't people everywhere. So for sure, they, I mean, the, so I lived, you know, my building was right by the Pike Place Market. 
and I had a roof that overlooked like the water and it was really pretty. And I mean, the birds were just wildly active, taking over the roof. There was seagull and crow wars happening on my roof. There were times I didn't feel safe because of the From violence the of the birds on my roof. <laughs> <laughs> and the crows won and I was sad because I had, I had been team seagull. <laughs> <sighs> So you were slowly losing your mind. The birds did think we're annoying and they were being opportune because they could hear each other. Yeah. I love that, Kayla, actually thinking. I never thought of the fact that the birds are the most noisy before we get up. Like mm-hmm. at the 4 a.m., 5 a.m. hour, that's when they're the most noisy is when like right before we start all getting up and getting in our cars and construction start happening are they wanting to do all their messages before they get drowned out by the construction and the planes and the whatever else i mean you know the saying early bird gets the worm (laughs) (laughs) i think they're they're out there trying to get their breakfast trying to get their due and then they'll go hop around in some bushes Do you think that, like, birds that live out in the woods, like, they look at city birds like, oh, I don't know how they live in there. <laughs> so loud. Yeah, probably. I don't know. It is. It's, it's, it's hard. It was, I do remember that during the early pandemic, but then also just, like, any time that I've ever gone somewhere rural, like, the feeling of the quiet is always associated with the sound of birds in my mind. I never really thought about that before, but like you hear the birds when there isn't other fucking noise. So it's cool. And if you hear too many, look over your fucking shoulder. Feed the birds, tuppence, tuppence. <laughs> All right, Steph, do we got another one? We have one last high thought. Ooh, one more. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> Phoebe. Suddenly it was like turning into a effects. giant. I don't know. I was Were you stretching? Were you yeah. stretching? Then I was imagining it was like the golly, jolly green giant. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Guys, we're all a little toasted on I'm this I'm going to hit the bong and just listen. <laughs> Here it goes. This is from friend of the pod, Ben. Ben. Ben, Ben, Ben. it's called groundbreaking high thought dear stephanie am i a phoebe or a grace am i a kayla or am i stephanie (laughs) how would i know without a teen girl magazine style personality test besties ben ben that's brilliant. Are they, are they asking us to distill ourselves into different archetypes of they, stoners? I think they are doing exactly that. And I think I, I think it would be fun to post, maybe do it in the newsletter or something like that, like a quiz. Yeah, that let's you put it on our website. Take, put it on our website that you can take to see if you're a Kayla, Phoebe, Grace, or a Stephanie. Then when not recording, we should come up with the questions and figure out what each of our archetype answer is. Yeah. I yeah. love this. This will be a fun project. So more on that later. Thanks. Well, thank you, Ben. I love that idea. We should put up a quiz on our website so you can all find out. Coming soon. Coming soon to you. Hey, thank you so much for listening to <laughs> Stoner Chicks Podcast. <laughs> 
It's been lovely having you with us here. We've we've been having a blast. Like Phoebe said earlier, this is our 50th episode, and we just want to thank all of you listeners for uh, just tuning in every week, uh, whether you've been with us from the beginning or you've recently started listening. Uh, we love you and appreciate you. One thing that would really help us out is if you would tell a friend or loved one about our podcast. If you know someone that you think might enjoy listening to us, give them a give them a, a little a little tip because, you know, this podcast is homegrown and we're just trying to get it out to as many people as possible. We'd also super duper appreciate a review either on Apple or Spotify rating or wherever you get your poop casts. Um, <laughs> you can find us on social media at Stoner Chicks Podcast. We have stonerchickspodcast.com, which is our website. There you can sign up for a newsletter and peruse t-shirts. Um, we have uh, Broccoli Broads is our TikTok handle. If you want to email us high thoughts or any other suggestions, Go to stonerchickspodcast at gmail.com. And beyond that, we'll, we'll see you around. We love you every, every day, every way. And we want you to get high. And Kayla, what do stoner chicks always say? Just little tiny potatoes. What if, well, hear me out. Just a bunch of little teeny tiny potatoes. <laughs> That's it. Smoke your weed. This has been High Thoughts Extended. <laughs> <laughs>